Blog Talk Radio. Number 213 816 1611 
at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Let me repeat the number so you can write it down for your Monday night visits, 213-816-1611. By now, tell your friends all about us. Our membership is growing. We're now 1,033. Wow, we are really growing great. Don't forget to listen to any of our 437 regular Monday night broadcasts and then 100-plus Thursday broadcasts by simply going to blogtalkradio.com, Captain Eddie, and that's Captain C-A-P-T-E-D-D-I-E, and scrolling down through the archives of the broadcast. Each episode is briefly described. Oh, Colleen? Yes. We're over 550 episodes now, including Eastern Airlines music and history. Our lines are always open for calls, and if you choose not to participate and talk live with your host, we ask you to please mute your phone, as our producer does not have the capability of filtering out background noises. I see we're number one now for takeoff, so Captain, let's get Eastern Flight 438 in the air. Our blur is 650 volt, airline that doesn't plan for the future may not have one. Five years ago, Eastern saw the future in a remarkable aircraft. Now it's here. The new Boeing 757, the most advanced, most fuel-efficient commercial jet ever built. It's going to help Eastern hold down the cost of flying for years to come. We earn our wings for you. Street, handlebars, bicycle seats, a house full of love, a great place to grow. Once upon a long time ago, if only I could go back again to mom and dad. All of my friends I would feel safe With the people I know From once upon A long time ago I'll never fly off to Neverland I'll never travel in time I can do is the best I can and go there in my mind. So I close 
sitting on there Hide and seek musical chairs Hot summer night and the cool winter snow From once upon a long time ago As I look back on roads I've crossed Traveling down memory lane But without all of those that I loved and lost Life is not the same For all the good times I can recall to all I've loved. God bless you all. The happiest moments that I'll ever know were once upon a long time ago. church will swiftly steal then our wedding bells will peal you can go as far as you like with me in my merry Oldsmobile Bubbling you and I. Back from the jam. 
to the church will swiftly steal Then our wedding bells are gonna peal You can go as far as you like with me In my merry Oldsmobile Well, I do remember that one, Don, but what about this one for Chevrolet? America's asking you to call. Drive your Chevrolet through the USA. America's the greatest land of all. On a highway or a road along a levee. Performance is sweeter. Nothing can beat her. Life is completer in a Chevy. So make a date today to see the USA. See it in your Chevrolet. Travel in east. Travel in west. Wherever you go, Chevy service is best. Southward or north, near place or far, there's a Chevrolet dealer for your Chevrolet car. See the USA in your Chevrolet. The Rockies way out west are calling you. Drive your Chevrolet through the USA. Where fields of golden wheat pass and review. Whether traveling light or with a load that's heavy. Performance is sweeter, nothing can beat her. Life is completer in a Chevy. So make a date today to see the USA and see in your Chevrolet. Great job, Donna Shore. My purpose, so back in the day, was this one. <laughs> In a few more days, all of the new cars will have been introduced. And as you see them, remember, only in a turbine-drive Buick 60 will you be able to get the classic dignity and simplicity of Buick's beautiful new styling. Turbine-drive transmission, the most advanced type of transmission ever made. Buick's exclusive thin-cooled aluminum brakes with stopping power and reliability unsurpassed by the brakes on any other American car. It's Buick's all-time best. No other car in Buick's class can give you so much in styling and performance, and most of all, in quality. Available in three great series. Le Sabre, Buick at its lowest price. Invicta, the high-performance Buick. Electra, Buick at its finest. Turbine Drive Buick 60 by General Motors. Well, guys and gals, did you know there are other commercials and transportations besides automobiles? How about this for one of the Eastern Airlines' new Boeing 727? Ryan, look! There's a new kind of plane! That's Eastern's new Boeing 727 jet! Look how high the tail is! 34 feet! Look where they put the jets! In the tail assembly. That's one reason it's so quiet. The passengers are always riding ahead of the sound. Where does it fly to? I don't know. It flies north. You can hightail it on Eastern's new 727 jetliner to Washington, Philadelphia, and Boston. And a unique new dining service is worth writing home about. Choose from a selection of superb entrees like lobster Newburgh, filet mignon with bordelaise sauce. Prepared as you like it. 
Eastern 727 jet. Quiet as a library. The smartest way to leave town? Come fly with Eastern. I always liked the food commercials, especially the breakfast ads when I was growing up. I know if you're as old as I am, you'd remember sending in the box tops to get the secret decoder ring so you could get the secret message sent during the broadcast. Here's one of my favorites. See, here's how to make breakfast as exciting as a circus that a three-day rodeo rolled into one. Shredded, open for your breakfast. Start today all shining bright. Gives you lots of cowboy energy with a flavor that's just right. It's delicious and nutritious, bite-sized and ready to eat. Take a tip from Togo and says your mom shredded Ralston can't be For better breakfast, it's Ralston. One, two, three. Shredded Ralston, the ready-to-eat bite-sized cereal. Regular Ralston and instant Ralston, the delicious hot cereals. Look for these whole grain cereals in the red and white checkerboard packages. For better breakfasts, it's Ralston. One, two, three. <laughs> and do you guys remember this one? It's a little corny, but here it is. Hey! Do you see what I see standing in a row? Kellogg's bright new faces on the all-star breakfast show. Cornflakes, the leader is here with a bright new face, a colorful ear of corn. Golden corn. Rice Krispies with fruit on top sing a kind of cereal bop. Snap, crackle, and pop. Pep shows what parents prize, boys and girls with sparkling eyes. Sugar corn pops, good and sweet, bring cowboy stars you like to meet. Seven more, each a treat, make the cast complete. On the All-Star Breakfast Show. Grocers from coast to coast now feature your favorite Kellogg breakfast cereals in their bright new boxes. Look for this time in your grocery store at the Kellogg All-Star Breakfast Show. Yes, Kellogg's for breakfast. No better way to start the day. It's smile and food. It's good for you. Start you off with a hoop de doo It's Kellogg's for breakfast and a happy, happy day. <laughs> well, as Eastern employees, we took pride in the TV commercials that Eastern brought to the public. We were the leaders in marketing our airline in the industry. Great music, scenery, and product presentation made our commercials among the best. For example, this one, when the country was celebrating its 200th birthday. Well, you'll have to listen to me explain why we don't have that commercial here. And it's because <laughs> I couldn't find it. But we, we used to put it on the radio show Earlier in the uh, history of this show, we've used it several times, but all of a sudden it escaped me. But it was a great commercial celebrating, I believe, the 200th anniversary of uh, this nation's birthday. And uh, it flew from the East Coast to the West Coast, and it was a great commercial. Unfortunately, I don't have it tonight. So, sorry, Colleen. I just couldn't find the commercial again. You know, I up and down on the Internet, and I just couldn't couldn't find it. So, But at any rate, we've got some great commercials coming up. So, let's get on with the show. Chuck, how about it? Here's a collection of ads from the past. 
see how many you identify with. Mr. Producer, can you play those catchy ads and jingles? No, I can't. And the reason, okay. the reason, the reason I can't is because, because I forgot to insert it at this point. <laughs> Would anybody at this time like to bring up, since we have a little air time, uh, your favorite commercial right about here? Uh, remembering now, we're looking at commercials in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. What was your favorite commercial? Uh, Colleen? Oh, wait, I'm still thinking. <laughs> I put you on the spot. <laughs> well, I got one for you, so I'll save that later. Dorothy, did you have one, or Don, or Chuck, or Jim Holder? Not that I can remember right this second. Yeah, yeah I can remember. I, either. <laughs> I can oh, remember. Oh. My, one of my favorite commercials was the... Uh, the, the Lucky Strike commercial where the gals used to come out uh, with the cigarette yeah. packs and all you saw were the, were the legs underneath coming out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a great one. But uh, I did and have to re- a... Re- you guys to remember remind the everybody, one... To remind remember everybody, the one before we were talking about the 200th anniversary, uh, everybody, they... You know, all the Eastern airplanes had the uh, the, the 200th anniversary right. uh, emblem on the side of the fuselage. That's right. Seven sure six did. decal. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, 1976. That's right. Right. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it had the decal on it. Yeah, very good. All right. Let's see what else I can screw up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a table, you know. Yeah, Don, you take yeah. it from there because I think I can handle okay. the rest of it. All right, I'm going to let you take a break, Neil. Once upon a a long time ago, we would go to the neighborhood movies, buy popcorn and a soda for about 30 cents, and pay 35 cents for a movie ticket. Movies back then consisted of four parts. First was a path newsreel of the past week. Then a serial like Tarzan the Mighty, Zorro, The Lone Ranger Rides Again, and of course my favorite, Hop Harrigan, Ace of the Airways. After about 15 minutes, the lady tied up uh, with a train <laughs> uh, with a train just around the corner. We had to come back to see what happened uh, to her the following week. A cartoon set us up for the movie, and we laughed at Tom and Jerry Popeye the Sailor Man, Steamboat Willie, Mickey Mouse, and guess who? Get this sign off by the ham himself. 
That's all of that one. <laughs> just the facts, man. That net. Got lost. Yeah. Just the facts. <laughs> <laughs> and if that didn't sure. satisfy your thirst for adventure, perhaps you can remember the this particular one coming up. speeding bullets. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. And now, another exciting episode in the adventures of Superman. Didn't like that one? Listen to this one. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Hyo Silver, away! With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early west. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. The Lone Ranger, <laughs> Tim, he was good looking and nice physique. <laughs> Got to remember now, today we have Supergirl. Yes, yeah. right. But listen, really? the gals enjoyed this long running TV comedy show, as did the guys. So listen to this one. Get him. Well, then what about him? I know where he is. Oh, fine. Now, he's appearing at a luncheon here today at the hotel. And maybe we could get him to drop by. Oh, sure. Maybe we could get Princess Margaret to fly over for tea. <laughs> you never know unless you ask. Well, all right. You run and ask Carpo. I'll call Princess Margaret. Okay. <laughs> well, back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and early 90s, we could stay up late and watch the comedy of this great entertainer. In fact, he was on the air for 30 years with comedians like the one we found for our show. Let's listen in. I mean, I'm hanging around long enough to see who gets Brooke Shields. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I 
start the day off, yeah. I open my eyes, and if I don't see candles and smell flowers, I get up. <laughs> Then I thumb my way through Playboy to get my heart started. <laughs> you haven't changed at all. What? I what? Are you into? A... I haven't changed. Yeah, no. I, I put on fresh stuff today. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> Are you into any of this running and stuff they're all doing now? Aerobics or anything? Exercise? Yeah, naps. Naps. The aerobic naps. Aerobic naps. I think. <laughs> No, the only exercise I get is acting as pallbearer for my friends who exercise. <laughs> you know, Johnny, I play the colleges, and I'm, I must say something to you. Uh, I tell the students, I say, this is one of the greatest men. I think, truthfully, you are a greater wit and humorist than Will Rogers for this, in this respect. He was great, don't get me wrong. But um, he had to go out. He'd go out and use the same topical joke maybe for a week, two weeks. In what? Where you, yes, where you have to come out every night when you're here. <laughs> you're doing so good. <laughs> you have to go out every night and in your monologue and you tell topical jokes. What you're doing, you're releasing a uh, vent in all the people because they're all looking for something to find humor in the things that, that are happening each day. And sometimes you'll look at the audience if they well, that didn't uh, go too good. But they are. You may, you're only playing to two people. They're at home right now in bed, see? And, uh, yeah. Now, these people here, when they, to, they all say, gee, I hope at the office they didn't hear this because I can use it tomorrow. So the best you're going to get from them is intellectual nod. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. But uh, no, that's true. And uh, you're, you're a great inspiration for the students. Oh, thank you. They figure if you could make it, so can they. <laughs> We're talking with Richard Skelton. That's my maiden name. Yeah. When's the first time they called you Red? Well, that's my middle name. Yeah. Uh, uh, the teacher one day says, What is your middle name? I says, uh, Red. She says, No, that's a nickname. I says, No, it's Red. She says, No, that's a nickname. Go home and find out what your middle name is. So I went home and I said to my mother, What's my middle name? She says, I'll hit you in the mouth. Well, the teacher says, well, my name's not Red. She says, well, that's your name. So I went back to school and said, what's your name? I said, it's Red, my middle name. She said, no. Now, don't come back until you've got a middle name. So I went, so I, I went home and my mother said, make up one. So I looked in the newspaper and there's a place in Vincennes called Bernard's Clothery. So I said, that's my name, Bernard's. <laughs> so I went to school and I said, uh, what's your name? She says, Bernard's. She says, see, I told you you had a middle name. <laughs> Then later on, I was in Washington, D.C., and J. Edgar Hoover says, Well, how are you, Bernard? I said, Bernard, where'd you get that? He says, It's on your dossier here. You're we kidding. Have yeah. so they put up a phony name and they had it. Yeah, they have it there. They have it there. But Red is my middle name. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, uh... Vincent's Indiana, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. home. What's the very first show you ever played that you remember, being on a stage in front of an audience? Uh, with, uh, doing a show myself? Yeah, or anything. With a medicine show. A medicine show is a, a platform out in an open field and you do a performance, and then you sell the product. Right. They call it television now. <laughs> oh, me. Uh, that was that's great. pretty much our show, uh, based on the song Once Upon a Long Time Ago. And... Uh, 
it was fun putting it together, although I must say it was probably the most difficult scripts I've ever had to put together because it 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 uh, required a lot of listening and then editing, editing what you wanted out of uh, what you had heard and what you remembered yourself as far as the advertising back in the day. Because some of us remember radio uh, ads and uh, and and also the mystery theaters and uh, what have you. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And when we first started the radio show, I had the idea that it would be good to do a lot of stuff like we did in those days when we didn't have television. And some of us can remember those days. And we had to sit down and listen to shows like Sam Spade and the Inner Sanctum and, and, uh, and we listened to the squeaking door as it uh, was uh, opened up and closed at the end of the show. And we could just feel it. And uh, as a matter of fact, I think that was probably the monologue that I used years ago to open our first uh, broadcast. And that's what we hope people would enjoy about the show. But we've added so much more to it than, than just uh, entertainment in that fashion. That's, that's long gone. And uh, now they got such stuff new. I can't even understand songs anymore. Uh, they play them, mm-hmm. and all I can hear is drums and steel guitars, and uh, no lyrics. I don't know, have the slightest clue of what they're saying. And truthfully, I don't think the people that go to these concerts can understand it. So why do they go to them? Any any ideas out there, guys and gals? Well. Most of them are usually looking at the same show with their iPhone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everybody's got their head down anyway. Yeah, that's they're so, right. They're so far back in the audience, they can't even see the uh, people up on stage, so they look on the iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's well, right, I, Neil, I guess I've been with you about a year after you started a little more. Yeah. And you... Uh, you've really put on some great scripts over the years, and I, for one, really appreciate what you've done. I know, like everyone else on the program, the hosts feel the same way. Oh, sure. And, uh, yes, sir. Yeah. Well, you know, I enjoy talking to you guys, and uh, um, I used to talk to Steve Thompson a lot, and and Steve. Uh, Dorothy kind of took Steve's place because every time I left the office after the radio show which I did in my office over in Ponte Vedra. Now I don't do that because I'm sitting here in my house doing this show. And, uh, and, uh, but uh, I'd make a phone call right after the show and, and we'd chat and what did I like? I just knew that it wasn't a good show. I just had a feeling about it. And, uh, but uh, it, I always called it kitchen table radio. I think some of you didn't like that. It was demeaning our radio show, but uh, sure we just have fun. That's what we're doing is having fun, mostly trying to talk about Eastern. And uh, I want to make a, a little plug about what we're going to do here this coming year uh, in just a minute. But uh, that's our show for tonight, basically. And we've got some uh, announcements to make and, and uh, I want our host to uh, give us your thought, if you don't mind, about uh, Thanksgiving and what you're thankful for, um, and maybe a square meal. I don't know, whatever, whatever it is that that uh, you're thankful for. 
But uh, I can tell you now, I'm very thankful for being alive, being relatively healthy, uh, and being able to take care of my wife, who's going through some illnesses, and uh, having an Eastern family still here, still talking about Eastern, although we retired back in the in the uh, 80s, late 80s, all of us that worked for Eastern, most of us that worked for Eastern, oh, it continued another couple of years, but but uh, that's when it stopped for me. But I haven't stopped talking about Eastern since those days, and it's great that I and I'm very thankful that I have people like you guys, you host, and the callers that call in, and the listeners around the world that listen to our show. And yes, they are around the world, uh, and I'm thankful for that. It's it's a it's a great. Uh, it really means a lot to me, and it keeps me, I think, on the right side. It keeps me on the right side, on the blue side up, right? That's what we say, pilots say. But, uh, yep. Chuck, how about you? What's your happiness for this Thanksgiving coming up? Well, I'm really thankful because uh, for the first time in a long time, our family decided that uh, we would gather around and uh, celebrate Thanksgiving as a one large family. So I'm going down to West Palm Beach, and my uh, daughter's coming from North Carolina, and some other people are coming from other places in the country. And we're going to have a big showdown down there uh, for Thanksgiving. I also want to thank all the people out there that's listened to our show over the years, and we're very thankful that uh, you tune in every week and listen to us. I want you to also realize that this is a great time of year to give thanks to those who are less fortunate than we are. And yeah. hopefully things will get a lot better as time goes on. Very good. Mike? Yeah, Captain Neal, I, I agree with everything that you and Chuck both said. And I just want to say may all Eastern family and friends and followers have a happy and healthy Thanksgiving and prayers and thoughts to all that have passed. And if you want to have a peaceful Thanksgiving with the family, put Prozac in your stuffing. <laughs> That's our mic. <laughs> I love it. Jim Holder, are you, Jim Holder, are you at the hunting camp? No, but I will tell you this. I'm at home, and I'm going to the hunting camp tomorrow with uh, Carrie's youngest son, who I hope will get his first deer tomorrow afternoon. He may not, but I tell you, I'm going to be very thankful this coming weekend because we're going to be eating turkey and dressing left over from Thursday. Oh, and the guys yeah. down there that come over to my campsite and eat uh, will be uh, very happy that they don't have to have those old worn-out hot dogs that I thought <laughs> The turkey franks? You have a turkey franks? Turkey. <laughs> How do you stuff a hot dog? You get the real thing, you right, Jim? Yeah. Don, Don, how about it? Uh, just, uh, I'm just thankful for <clears throat> being uh, healthy this year. Dorothy and I both healthy, and uh, uh, this week we're leaving for Palm Beach to visit an old and good friend. Then we're on to Fort Lauderdale to have turkey uh, and Thanksgiving with uh, Ed Slane, Captain Ed Slane. A lot okay. of you know. Yeah. And then after that, we'll be in Miami for two or three days to celebrate a friend's birthday, and then we're back back up to the villages. But 
it should be a nice week. We're looking forward to it. And I uh, checked the weather, and it's going to be pretty darn nice. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful for me, John. Thank you for making sure that it was nice and warm down there. Yeah. <laughs> Dorothy? Yes, but uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us every week for our host, and especially to Neil for producing this year after year and going through all the work that he has, because without him, of course, the show could not continue. And so we're thankful for that, in addition to everything that Don said about our health and being together and happy, and thankful that uh, we have our health as good as we do. So that that's important, and uh, we, too, want to thank people that have introduced us to our Eastern family. Uh, Don knew his Eastern family, and I did not, so I'm very thankful that I have met the people at Eastern Airline. And uh, as he said, we're going down to uh, Thanksgiving with Captain, former Eastern Airline Captain Ed Chain. <coughs> excuse me, and Ed has graciously every single year invited 20 of his friends to join him for Eastern in memory of his mother, which he has never forgotten. And so each year he invites 20 people, some of the same, some different. But uh, we are very happy to be included in his group of friends that keeping they keep getting invited down, so we're making the trip down. So how about you, Colleen? What are you interested in this year at Thanksgiving? Okay. Uh, well, first of all, I want to make a comment about tonight's show. Uh, it it must have been difficult for you, Neil, but I enjoyed it so much. It's a, a refreshing break from trying to pronounce um, <laughs> foreign names, foreign countries, technical terms. <laughs> Uh, airline terms, mechanical terms. <laughs> and it's trying a lot to sound like Amelia Earhart. She has been practicing Amelia's voice. Uh, which I've, I've enjoyed them, but I thought tonight was especially fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, good. And you oh, did a terrific job thing. with all the, all the uh, sound bites in between. Oh, that was um, okay. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Um, up in New Jersey, it was family, and my boys were younger and everything. Since we came down here to Florida, I rejoined Silverliners. Through them, I found out about the radio show, so I'm thankful to be back with Silverliners and to be part of the show, which brings me back to a radio background, which I miss. Um, but I also ran into, looked up, researched some relatives, lost relatives that are down here. So for the last four years, we've had anywhere from 15 to 20-some relatives that didn't know each other, but they're all related. So I will have 19 people on Thursday, wow. uh, including two neighbors who don't have family around. So they were going to have hot dogs, so they're going to join us. <laughs> but Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, out of all the holidays, I always feel is a family. Uh, yeah. Christmas goes different places. Easter, you go different places, but... Thanksgiving, it always seems like you have to get as many family members together as you can. Yeah. So yeah, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for three brand-new babies this year and another one coming in January. <laughs> oh, Which makes grandma. me a great-grandmother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, one, very good. this one's going to make me a great-grandmother. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if that's good yeah, or bad. <laughs> well, we don't have Mark with us tonight, so apparently there's no New Eastern news. And um, uh, I was going to tell you a little bit about the format about our coming shows. We're going to alternate, if you don't mind, Dorothy. I'll just uh, state this and we'll move on. But uh, we're going to have a talk show like we're doing now, talking. Of course, all of our shows, there's someone talking. But uh, we've enjoyed on Thursdays, Don, Dorothy, and I have been doing this old-time radio Great Artists series during the Eastern years. And it's been a lot of fun. It's been fun uh, looking up and listening to the songs of the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, and 80s. And... Um, and then telling a little bit about it, and then, like we say, sprinkling in a little Eastern history. It's really been fun. And at the end of the show, I just wish it lasted a little bit longer than the show we we just did. And so we're going to alternate that show on Friday, and we're eliminate, eliminating it on, on Thursday, no longer a Thursday show. So we're going to uh, do the uh, artist series, and we're starting off, I think we're going to start off with the big bands. And uh, the great time of history of Eastern, and as well as this country, back in the war years. And I think you'll really enjoy it. And the hosts are going to be able to introduce the songs and, and uh, tell a little bit about Eastern history. So it's going to be fun. Pretty much like what we're doing now, but uh, we're going to have a little music along with the Eastern history and, and uh, try to do that every other Thursday. So uh, stay tuned for that. And I think we're going to start on our next one. Dorothy, when is our next uh, show scheduled for Monday night? I think it's December the 5th or somewhere around there. December the 9th, Monday, December 9th. And as 9th. we have been trying to do all along is every time we have the opportunity to thank and honor our veterans, we do so. Yeah. And this uh, month of December is going to be uh, not any different uh, we're going to honor our Pearl Harbor veterans on yeah. Monday at 7 p.m. Um, yeah. As we mentioned, uh, Thursday will not be our, bro- our broadcast. We will not air any longer on Thursday. It will be every other Monday. This information will be up on the website. Uh, we will be uh, continuing with those Monday broadcasts, as Neil said, and those two will be announced each and every week on our uh, website, so be sure to check there. We always try to list uh, any of the shows to keep everyone advised as to what's going on, in addition to all the other information that we have up on the website. Uh, We have, as Chuck mentioned, 1,033 members and growing so the opportunity for us to keep attracting our Eastern family has never stopped, and we want that to continue. Uh, there is a calendar of events that we keep on our website that anyone can let us know if you want anything posted of your Eastern um, get-together. So be sure to let us know, and we'll put it up there uh, and be happy to do so. Um, in addition, we, too, want to uh, mention that we, our sponsors have been absolutely fabulous this year, and we appreciate every single one of them. 
because without them, of course, the show could no longer be broadcasted. So we want to make sure that we thank them, and to to that end, we always have a list of sponsors that we keep on our website under the members roster area. You just can scroll down, and you'll be sure to find them in there um, under I'm sorry under the home tab on our uh, website, and click in, and you'll see a list of them. Not just for this year, but for all the past years that people have donated to us. And we do appreciate that immensely, as I mentioned. Uh, to do so, and if you should like to uh, sponsor, uh, we have uh, uh, Neil's book, which is The Wings of Many, that he has generously signed and will give you a free copy of for each $40 donation that a member will make. So remember that that is continuing on through his generosity. And once you make the donation, you'll be sure to get it right out. Uh, please consider making a donation as we do keep wanting to be on the air, giving you the memories of Eastern that you so long for. We know we do, so we're sure you feel the same way we do. It's been wonderful having our Eastern family join us every week. Back to you, Neil. Do we have a report from the Silverliners, Colleen? Uh, what's happening there? Do you, can you tell us uh, a little bit about yes, the Silverliners, wherever you are? Go ahead. Yes. Okay. Am I on the air? <laughs> yeah, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay. Just okay, checking. Okay, very quickly. <laughs> Okay, the Silver Liners were a 65-year-old organization, originally uh, former flight attendants with Eastern. We now represent uh, 25 different airlines. It's opened up to former and present flight attendants from any airline. We have 20, over 25 airlines represented. Um, our last chapters that we opened, the, the very last one is called SoCal. It's around the San Diego area. They had a great uh, showing for their opening luncheon. Uh, before that, it was Dallas-Fort Worth, and before that, the Florida Panhandle. They're looking for future chapters in Phoenix, Seattle, San Francisco, Charleston, and Newark. Um, we have a, if, you, if you're not physically within driving distance to any of our chapters, we have five regional chapters that make up like an at-large, coast-to-coast. With the same membership privileges, we have a convention coming May 3rd to the 6th next year in St. Petersburg, Florida. And our theme is Havana Nights, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And for anybody that wants information or to join, they can go to thesilverliners.org. For information, um, application, the chapters are listed, and who to contact, and uh, we're open to everybody, and we have a lot of fun and a lot of good memories. Sounds like it's going to be a large organization, Colleen. Yeah, and, uh, yeah very good. Well, let us know yeah. how we can support you guys, and if we can do a special show anytime, you know, uh, we'd like to do mm -hmm. that. So just uh, relay that message to your president, and mm -hmm. we'd be happy to yeah. put something on this coming year. Well, you were great to be at our last one uh, in West Palm. I remember and, uh, that, yeah. 
Yes, and do a live show for yeah. from there. It yeah. was terrific, and we really appreciated that. Yeah. And you do. You support us with um, promoting our organization, yeah. and we appreciate that very much. So we'll see well, what we can do. Havana Nights should be a lot of fun. That, that's going to be fun. Yes, it is. Maybe we can uh, <laughs> do that to the last flight out of Havana, which we did a show, a couple of shows, and they had the first officer on that last Electra flight carrying the refugees out of Cuba. And um, Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a good show. And uh, uh, Steve McDonald, Jim Holder, was on that last flight. Uh, in an election, mm-hmm. taking passengers out, and uh, yeah, how's Reefa, Jim? What's going on there? Well, Reefa is still alive and well, and we will be having our 49th uh, convention. That's how I understand it. Uh, the mass has been told to me that's what it'll be. That the uh, first part of September at the same place we had the one this year, which is in Kennesaw at the Embassy yeah. Suites. Might a lot more come out on that. And you just mentioned Steve McDonald. Steve yeah. McDonald down in Gainesville, believe, of course, Atlanta, we still have our monthly second Tuesday of every month at the Piccadilly by the airport. And we yeah. have a good program most of the time. Where we don't have a good program, we tell jokes and lies. But it used to be we had a lot more, but we're still running around 20 to 25 people that show up. But see, McDonald down in Gainesville, Florida, he's still got a group down there, and they meet somewhere on a Monday or something. I see his notices every now and then. And so it's not just Reaper in Atlanta. That's Reaper in Gainesville, uh, Florida, yeah. because of Steve McDonald, the guy you just mentioned. Very good. And uh, we're going to we're going to keep Reaper going through 2021. That will be the, the 50th anniversary of the Eastern. I mean, of Reaper organized getting started. So 50 years. Well, so we got two more reunions. We don't call them conventions. They're reunions, yeah. and we have two nights, and we may have the lights too at the same place, the Kennesaw. Uh, embassy suites. A lot more coming on that later, though. A lot more. Well, you and I both lost a very dear friend uh, this past week, and uh, yeah. you probably uh, was with uh, Captain Johnson more than I, I know more than I because I flew with him, saw him at conventions. But uh, can you tell us a little bit about his passing? Jim? Yes, uh, Johnny Johnson, who I flew with many times, many times. I can sit here and tell you about trips I had with Johnny Johnson. Uh, one, absolutely one of my favorite captains, and everybody that flew with him loved him. He was great. Johnny died November the 22nd. Uh, he was uh, been in January. He would have been 99 years old. He oh, came wow. to the... He didn't make the last Reaper luncheon, but he there was there before, and as usual, he gave us the uh, blessing. And one right. thing about Johnny was uh, when he got up and made a blessing before we started, you didn't have to wait long to start eating because he didn't get wound <laughs> up like a lot of people do. Uh, mainly me might be in one of them. But anyhow, he died. Uh, he had a massive stroke. He's been suffering from all kinds of diseases and broken bones. He's he'd fall about every three years and break something. He'd come up. He's still there. He comes walking through the door, you know. He had a yeah. tremendous ability to recover from broken bones. 
But uh, he had a stroke, and then he was in the hospital, and he died about 4.30 in the morning on November 22nd. There's going to be a uh, memorial service funeral on the 12th, I mean, on uh, December the 8th uh, in Riverdale, Florida, uh, Riverdale, Georgia, just south of the airport. And I'm sure there will be a very big crowd there. And the minister, a good friend of his, known him 40 years, called me this afternoon. And he wanted to get some uh, background on, of course, I could tell him stories all day long about my flying with Johnny Johnson, how yeah. he introduced me to margaritas and probably set my, <laughs> uh, well, I won't go any deeper than that. But anyway, <laughs> I learned to like margaritas, margaritas <laughs> down in Corpus Christi. And uh, he, and I think I told a story last week or somewhere about how I flew with him when I first came to Atlanta in 66, June 66. And uh, Greenbrier Shopping Center on the west side was just being finished up. And I rented a house a little bit west of there. And one of my first trips was with Johnny Johnson. And we found out where I lived. And he lived actually closer in to Greenbrier than I did. But so... He said, I don't have any way to get to the airport. And this is a captain talking to this young kid that don't even know his way around Atlanta or anything. And he said, "Uh, I think you live west of me. Would you mind coming by and picking me up to go to work? I said, well, Lord, yes, you're the captain. I'm going to come by and pick you up. And you have to be nice to me, you know. Of course, he was nice to everybody. And I don't know what happened. They only had one car, and Jerry, his wife, had to take him in to work. So I think he rode with me three times. I'd stop and pick him up. He's right on the way. He wasn't a block off the main drag that I was going in. But anyhow, Johnny Johnson, it's going to be a big, it's going to be a big crowd, I'm sure. Because yeah. he was one of the most beloved Eastern captains, and they, he never had know, a bad trip when you flew with him. Whether you went to, we used to fly with him to L.A. We go to horse racing. Yeah. I went to, flew with him lay over in Seattle. We had to go to the movies. I flew yeah. with him in New York. We stayed out in Shea Stadium. It was right there by the Shea Hotel. Shea, whatever it was. You probably know Neil. I do. So yeah. we had to go to the mall. Yeah. So when you flew with Johnny, you didn't sit and watch TV in your room. You went somewhere yeah. and had a good time. And it was and that, that, was, yeah. a, that was a great well, idea. I got a couple of stories about Johnny, Johnny but uh, I'm not going to tell one of them. But at any rate, the other one is the first uh, time I ever lost, and uh, the only airplane I ever lost a jet engine was with Johnny in an L-1011, and we were flying from mm-hmm. Miami to New York and out over Control 1150. You remember the old ocean direct routing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the engineer said, uh, uh, tap your fuel gauge, your fuel uh, flow uh, gauge there. They were tape instruments. He said, tap that a couple of times. So we didn't know what he was talking about. And so we tapped that center engine fuel flow gauge. And uh, he said, Captain, we're losing engine. We're losing fuel out of number two time, uh, two engine. It's going. And, of course, Johnny very calmly said, well, he said, uh, isn't there a checklist for it? He said, get it out and let's read and see what's going on. And what had happened, make a long story short, what had happened is the number two fuel filter, it was a big ball of, uh, of um, stainless steel ball that filtered the fuel. And it had been replaced, and the person that took it off the shelf had dropped it. 
and there was a hairline hmm. crack in that. And Chuck, you probably know about that, but it was a hairline crack in that fuel filter. And at altitude, we were at about 37, 39,000 feet cold. Uh, that thing just let go. And I mean, fuel was just dumping out of that. So here we are out in the ocean about, I think we were around off of Charleston, somewhere around there. And, uh, he just calmly picked up the microphone. He said, folks, he said, we got a little weather in front of us. And so we're going to go inland. And he said, we're going to probably take about 15 more minutes to get to the airport, but I think you're going to enjoy a more comfortable ride. And hell, there wasn't a cloud in the sky anywhere. I was looking for this bad weather. Where the hell is the bad weather? (laughs) And Johnny was just as calm as he could be. And uh, sure enough, we just sailed on up to New York. We were about 15 minutes late because we took the inland route of being out over the ocean. So kind of guy yeah. he was. He was a great pilot, a great man, and we sure are going to miss him. But yep. there were so many Eastern pilots and so many Eastern flight attendants and so many Eastern people, period. And that's what made Eastern, I think, the greatest airline ever fly the sky anywhere was our airline. We were very, very thankful to, I'm thankful that I the chose. family. It's the family. Didn't I didn't choose them. They chose me. <laughs> but I sure as hell pray a lot to get on. But it was a wonderful airline. But we're going to miss Johnny. And uh, Jerry's still doing all right. She's a flight attendant. Johnny married a flight attendant. And how old is Jerry now, Jim? You know? God knows. A woman's not going to tell me how old she is. Jerry <laughs> is in an assisted, assisted <laughs> limit of living. Uh, facility. Matter of fact, she's the one that called and told me that Johnny had died a couple of hours after he did die at the early yeah. in the morning of the day before yesterday. And she's at the Hearts Assisted Living, which is in uh, Fayetteville, Georgia. And uh, she's got a few, you know, issues with uh, memory and mild dementia and yeah. that kind of yeah. stuff. But she's been there, I don't know, a couple of months. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until she called and told me that she was there. Yeah. I thought she was still living at home with Johnny. Wow! But she, was, it, was he the was he the oldest uh, oldest living uh, Eastern pilot uh, up to now? I'd have to get the book out, but I think the magazine out. I think there's a uh, I think there's one or two older than him. I don't. Uh, George Cleveland is that his name up in New York? Uh, oh wow! Uh, the golfer. I, I think him. he's up. Do you remember him, Colleen, George Cleveland? Yes. Yeah, they wow. I mean the name, definitely. I'm looking for yeah. magazines here. Well, I played wow. golf on a tournament with George Cleveland and me and Virgil Tedder, and I forgot who the other person was. And George Cleveland was like 94 and something like that, and he won the tournament. We didn't win the tournament. He won the tournament. <laughs> I'm looking on page 70 here at the magazine. Hold on just a second. Yeah, yeah that's right. Dave Valter used to be up there in age too. He was an older guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he played. He won all the tennis tournaments. Okay, yeah. the tennis yeah. oldest uh, Ed Watson. I guess he's still alive. He was ninety nine. John Connolly's ninety eight. Whip Parr is ninety eight. Everett Tom Everett's still alive. He's ninety eight. George Cleveland's not. This thing must be old. I thought there was a lot more than this. And uh, Johnny Johnson down here is number seven. 
He's 98. But all I'm a 98 except Ed Watson. Yeah. Did Ed Watson just die recently? Did I? Or was my memory playing tricks with me? I don't. I think he I might have just it. died. I don't yeah. think I got him. Yeah. yeah. But a whole bunch of them are 98, and Johnny was one of them. We're going to check out here now and put the airplane on the ground and and get that wonderful sign-off bumper music that we've just uh, been playing here for the last few shows. So uh, bear with me and see if we can do another two- or three-point landing. Well, that better be a three-point. Put that that turkey on the ground. (laughs) Yeah, Captain, be sure to tune in again Monday, December the 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for a new East experience. This is Chuck Albright signing off on behalf of our host, Arthur Gagnon, Don Gagnon, Tim Holder, Wayne DeFleet, Mike Scott, and Mark Porter, and our producer, Neil Holland. They got a new sign-off music, Silver Wings by Merle Haggard, Mr. Producer, Silver wings Slowly fading out of sight Don't leave me, I cry Don't take that airplane ride But you locked me out of your mind And left me standing here before. Good night family and friends from around the world and good night Eastern Airlines wherever you are. We love you Eastern. Have a happy Thanksgiving fall. Good night. Good night Eastern. Happy Thanksgiving to all. Thank you so happy much. Thanksgiving. Good night Eastern everyone. Good having you. They're taking you away and leaving me lonely Silver wings Slowly fading out of sight Silver wings Shining in the sunlight, roaring engines headed somewhere in flight. They're taking you away and leaving me lonely. Silver wings, slowly fading out of sight. Thanks, guys. Great show. Thank you all. Thank you so much. Good show, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.